Oh yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing. God is good and we are not. Amen. But God is so good that we are loved. And through his justice and through his goodness, he took care of our sin by placing it on his son, Jesus, so that we could have relationship with him. See, left to our own devices, and we're some bad apples. We're some rotten scoundrels. We are sinners, y'all. But there is living proof that God can take what is bad and make it good. He's not finished until our tree is flourishing. We're here to talk about it all. The rise, the fall, the faith, the fear, the good, the bad, the wins, the losses, life, love, and all of the above. And we're here to have fun while we do it. This is the Bad Apples Podcast. Let's go. Garrett LaVault. Dude, it's so good to be back. Oh, man. It's so uh, so good to be back. It's been a long, long, crazy summer. It's been a crazy summer. I feel so blessed right now, like blessed and highly favored. Yeah. To be looking at you and listening to you in my ears again. Oh, man. Makes me so happy. And can you imagine if I feel this blessed, how other people are going to feel when they hear your voice no it's not my voice it's your voice all right this is uh this you know when you hear when you hear cody come on doing the whole intro thing i know all y'all were like oh finally finally Finally. these jokers are back after they you know i i love how optimistic we were at the beginning of the summer Mm -hmm. about like having a sketch and a plan and (laughs) dude we're gonna do all these episodes and summer's not gonna be that crazy dude Summer was nuts. It was nuts from the beginning. Absolutely nuts. Sure and we're going to talk was. more about like the details of that a little bit later. Yeah. But man, it's been it's been wall to wall, you know. Yes. And so it's good to be back. It's good to be doing this. Man, we're staring fall in the face, which is exciting. Dude, it is. I love <laughs> fall. I absolutely love fall. You go back to school on Monday. Monday. The, the day that the day, the day that, that, that you releases. guys are, least, or, or, or are listening to this. Yeah. Yeah. I'm back. back. I'm already back at school. Already y'all. back. <laughs> already back. But man, man, you know what that means? Flannels. Football. Flannels and football. Frappes. I was thinking chili. Okay. Well, that chili. doesn't start with an F. It doesn't. So yeah. You know, but I mean I'm freaking great chili. Freaking great chili. <laughs> I'm so pumped. And yeah, pumpkin man. spice and oh, everything yeah. nice. Dude. You know, so and then yeah. This is this is my favorite time of year. Me too. It's like once we hit normal school year stuff, it just becomes so awesome. Yep. Hey, and uh, one of the things that's wild too is like I don't know if you've gotten this. I know I have. People have been asking me like in yeah. my normal life things like, "Hey, when you all <laughs> releasing another yeah, man. podcast?" Yeah, like, and I'm like, "Who who who are you talking about? You and Cody? Wait, you listen to that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah." All y'all that listen, all everybody who's been asking. Yes. You know, we're back. Yeah. And here's what's crazy. Like I watch the numbers every day. It's a jump in numbers. That's why. And we haven't released an episode since July third. Yeah. <laughs> I was talking to a, I was talking to a friend at lunch the other day and he said that he listens to us while he mows. Yeah. And man. and he is outside cracking up about something. <laughs> and he came in. And this is like the highest compliment. But it he is. Came, he came in from mowing and his and his wife was like, What were you doing? what were you cracking up like he's out there mowing and laughing and you know and she's like you were having way too much fun out there mowing so uh yeah that's what we want to give people that that soundtrack to mowing yep and and every time somebody says you know i want to like talk with you guys while you're talking that that's super encouraging so that's that's the um man that's what i've always wanted to do with this is like 
give people this place where they feel like they're in the conversation. Yeah. And that's, that's a compliment that I've heard a lot is that like, they feel like they're in the conversation. They just want to talk with us yeah. as well. And that's, man, that's, that's what it's about. I know. And so you guys are awesome. Thank you for asking about us. We're all, we're okay. You know, Cody yes. and I are still friends. We've just been very busy this summer. <laughs> and so, I was, I was getting worried, man. Uh, that we weren't friends. Yeah, there was a week in there where I thought you were scared. I was like, dude, listen, man, I, I got, I got a, a tree on my house. I got, yeah, you know, I was I'm just, on the phone with State Farm. I got to go to camp. <laughs> you know, like I have two small children. Like, there's a lot of things I was worried about. So, you. yeah, yeah, not about us. I was worried. Oh, about you. okay, okay, that makes me feel better. Yeah, for you know? sure. I was. Um, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> All y'all, thank you for being here. We are pumped. We're hoping that we're going to be a little bit more regular now. Like, yeah, you man. Know, back um, to the routine. Back to, back to some rhythms. Back to getting mm. stuff together. Yeah. You know, but no promises yet. Yeah. Okay. That's, a, we that's okay. We're not going to guarantee you guys weekly episodes we'll yet. Just, we'll just keep it a surprise. And yeah. then when you get one, you get one. Yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> Until we get ahead. Once we get ahead on some, yeah, then we can be like, oh. There, there we go. Hey, it's coming. Yep. Coming every time. There we go. Well, hey. Tell us about our coffee today. Oh, because it wouldn't oh be bad apples without coffee. Listen, and this is like I'm. I'm going to tell you this. This is the pinnacle. I know you've been hyping it up for about a month. This is the, <laughs> yeah, I have, so I have, this is the pinnacle of coffee snobbery. Okay, oh, yeah. like I, I feel like there's no better way to come out as a coffee snob than to buy this coffee, try this coffee, and and have this coffee. This yep. coffee is called Kopi Luwak. All right, Kopi and I'm not going to go into too much detail about it because we got our friend from Arrowroot Coffee, who I got this coffee from, and he's going to explain oh, yeah. uh, in all of his scientific ways because he is super knowledgeable about coffee. Yeah, he is. And he's going to uh, explain that. So here is Jacob from Arrowroot Coffee going to tell us about Kopi Luwak. Cool. Hey, what's up, Bad Apples listeners? My name is Jacob, and I own and operate Arrowroot Coffee Company here in Springfield, Illinois. Cody and Garrett are about to try a very unique coffee that I roasted and asked me to talk a little bit about it. So the coffee they're about to drink is called Kopi Luwak. Uh, What makes this coffee unique is that it has actually been eaten and digested by an Indonesian palm civet before being processed and roasted. Now, some of you may be asking, why in the world would anybody want to drink this coffee? I mean, an animal has actually eaten and pooped this coffee. And that's a great question that we should all ask ourselves before eating or drinking anything that has been pooped out. So here's a few things that make this coffee really unique and special. First, civets naturally eat coffee. And because of this, they're actually very good at selecting perfectly ripe coffee. Coffee grows on large shrubs... And the fruit looks very similar to a cherry. So if you've eaten a cherry, you know that sometimes if the cherry is a little underripe, if it's a little overripe, that tastes just a little bit off. The civet does that with the coffee. It will find the perfectly ripe coffee cherries. Uh, And so the coffee bean that we actually roast is very similar to the pit of the cherry. Uh, It's the seed inside of the fruit that we actually roast and brew as coffee. That flavor that the fruit has drastically affects the flavor of the bean and what gets translated into your cup of coffee. Next, civet stomachs contain different enzymes that affect the flavors of the coffee. 
This may seem like a little bit of a strange thing for coffee specifically, but it's actually a really common process in other foods. Cheese and yogurt are made from adding enzymes and bacteria from a cow's stomach, a sheep's stomach, a goat's stomach. That is actually what makes cheese and yogurt taste so good. It's actually those stomach enzymes that give it so much flavor. Yeast and other forms of fermentation are actually becoming very popular ways to process specialty coffee, uh, specifically because they make such unique flavors. I'm actually working with a coffee producer in Colombia right now who's been experimenting with fruit juice fermentation. Hmm. So he's been taking the coffee beans and submerging them in these large vats of peach grape and passion fruit juice and he, yeah. it pulls out these crazy intense fruity flavors so if civic coffee is uh, a bit too off the deep end for you but you're still curious about what a fermented coffee might taste like stay tuned and i'll let you know when some of those are around oh yeah finally it's um, just a really unique coffee uh at one point Kopi Luwak was the most expensive coffee in the world, and it's very difficult to come by. I was only able to purchase one pound of this coffee because of how expensive and hard to get it is. Uh, so the coffee that Cody and Garrett are drinking today is one of ten single servings oh, that I was able to produce. Goodness. At the end of the day, very <laughs> few people have tried this coffee, let alone had it locally roasted. Most of the time, you have to purchase this coffee pre-roasted from somewhere else around the world. So I'm... Super excited to just be able to have this coffee <laughs> and provide something this unique for Springfield coffee lovers. Uh, I can't wait to hear everybody's reactions. Thanks again, Cody and Garrett, for your support, for featuring my coffee on the show. I hope it's a really unforgettable coffee for you guys. Cheers. Oh, oh my, my goodness. Like I don't a, know if I feel better. or <laughs> like a, I do. I mean, like, he had so many science terms. I'm like, oh, yeah. okay. Scientifically, I'm not eating crap coffee or right. drinking crap coffee. Right. I mean, like, you know, it's, it's not just, a turd. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's going to be fine. It's yeah. going to be really good. So, Oh, man. This is going to be awesome. It does smell amazing. It does smell amazing. It, and, like, yeah. One it, out of ten. I can't believe that. Yeah. Like, so, cheers. Cheers, man. Wish y'all could smell this. We're going to... Kopi Luwak. Here we go. The sip. It's pretty good. It's pretty dang good. It is pretty good. It's... Yeah. Yep. It is smooth. It's like... It's, it's super smooth. smooth. Now, yep. like, you don't get any fruity flavor. You don't. I kind of thought that, that, like, when he was talking about some of the, like, yep. enzymes and stuff, I'm like, oh, this is going to be brighter. No, it's way more like yeah. subdued. I'm glad you said that. But it's not bitter at all. It's not. No his, bitter. His review was exactly the same. And he mentioned kind of almost like a fresh garden vegetable aroma or taste to it instead of like yeah. the super fruity. Yep. And now that he said that, I'm like, okay, I could definitely. When, yep. I, when it was brewing, I was like, definitely some fresh garden vegetables. Mm. Um, Good, it's a good cup of coffee. Well, yeah, it's just, it's like I said, it's just more more muted. It's not the, like, yeah. crazy intense, like, tart, you know. Yep. It's It just, it tastes like coffee. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. not coffee plus, just yeah. like it's not, coffee. Not bitter, not, um, and it's just, oh, my goodness. It's good, though. Yeah, it is. I mean, and, like, mm. I have no fecal, like, flavor in this at all i don't i don't like, yeah i'm not picking up any poop any, any poop none, <laughs> none whatsoever <laughs> i've heard about this coffee for years heard about it for a while and just never imagined 
I'd get my hands on some. So when he um, when he mentioned it on Instagram, I think when he went uh, and talked about it there, and he was like explaining what he had, I was like, oh my gosh, whatever it is, I have to buy it. I, I mean, I've heard some. of it. I've yeah. heard of it, but yeah. like, I yeah, I never would have thought in a million years I'd try it. No, like, no way, no way, because you know, it, so. it was like all like all the time talked about as the most expensive coffee in the world because it was kind of a running joke. Like, yeah, the most expensive coffee in the world is pooped out by some kind of cat. <laughs> yeah, and and I and I do like I said like I understand where the appeal here is not only for the novelty I right. mean like it is super you know for sure like, hey what'd you do today oh I I, I drink I drink I started my day with poop coffee yeah you know and yeah it's excellent yeah you know in case you guys can't see my pinky he, he is up is. in the air like yeah <laughs> Cody as 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 excited as I was to try this coffee. <laughs> Cody, it's like Christmas morning over oh, there in his chair. You're like yeah. you can't see it, but like he was he was listening to Jacob talk and he's like he's bouncing up and down. Yeah. He's like, dude, this is gonna be the best thing yeah. ever. I threw so, out the rock beast. Dude, I am I'm pumped about though what he was talking about, like the the, the fermented, fermented with the, yes. the fruit juice. Yeah. Like so I'm I'm a I'm a bright coffee lover. Okay. Like, you know, so okay. I like, you know, something that, that's a lighter roast, a little bit more acidic. Okay. You know. Um, this like a, is like a Guatemala or yeah, yeah. Or, you know, um, what's the one that's always tastes like blueberries, like, um, oh, uh, has the blueberry undertone. Um, oh, no. uh, I can't remember anyway, but this is, this is not any of the like acidic sort of yeah vibe. It's, it's, you know, very correct. Super smooth. I love it. Very yummy. Um, so thank you, Cody. You're welcome. Thank you, Jacob. And thank you, Jacob. Thank you, yeah. Bearroot Coffee. Yeah. They continue to win on this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So so good. Yeah, man. So um talking about summer some more, because we're wrapping up summer. Yeah. So that'd be fun up. to kind of like tie it up with some of the big wins. Yeah. From the summer. Yeah. Like, you know, what 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 are some of your wins, Cody, from this summer? Um you know, I'm going to say that I came back from West Virginia and I started college. Yeah, you did. Which I think I mentioned that on the podcast last. I had just started. Yeah, you told everybody you're a leather neck. I'm a leather neck. That's right, I did. Yeah. And, man, I was really hard on myself and pushed myself really harder than I've ever pushed myself as mm-hmm. far as, like, academics or anything and, like, and – and working through it, and man, I passed with all A's and a B. Dude, you seem smarter. I mean, just I saying, know, right? Just, I just seem sitting with you, college educated. It's like, man, this guy is this. He is sharp. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, one of the classes uh, was math, and it was problem solving. Oh. And it was just really ridiculous. Um, just to be honest, like it was just like for example, what's three minus one? Well, obviously it's two. But what are the, all the other ways you can get to that? conclusion it's like well i don't know i thought Three, you just wanted the answer take away one <laughs> yeah I was like, got two. so it's like they take really basic things and have to you have to problem solve overcomplicate around it overcomplicated that's and oh, that's, that's so weird oh man it was jeremy who um i work with my landlord he's he's a math teacher and he like sat down and helped me take a test and he was like this is this is extreme <laughs> I wonder what the thought there is. Like, is it just so that you can relate with kids that solve problems yeah. weird? Well, like, you know, they're they're now going for I think it's Common Core, so they're so everything is a little different. So they're all about the they're not more about the um, how was it she put it? 
I don't know, it's more about the method or something like that than it is about the actual solution. So I'm like, okay, so when the when the problem says find the solution, it's the journey, not the destination. Right. Yeah, but see, I um I agree with that with like research. Right. But right. This is math. Yes. It's as black and white as a subject gets. I mean, like it's it's That's either it's either right or it's wrong. That's There's no like yeah, I don't know. That's weird. Yeah. And it was just it was crazy. <laughs> yeah. That was, <laughs> was that my dog? No. That was your stomach. That was my stomach. That's amazing. I literally thought it was my dog growling. It was hey, I'm really hoping that nobody stomach. heard that. <laughs> well, if they didn't. <laughs> uh, but anyway, it off so real I, cool. Thank I ended up uh, I ended up passing it with an A. Hey, there you and, go. And uh, um so it was way more I never imagined I'd be able to pass a college math class like that with an no. A, but it's problem solving. You're a problem solver. Well, I wouldn't I wouldn't say that. Problem solving. Cody Dickerson. Mm. So you started college. You yeah. did well in college. Mm-hmm. You know, your semester is, are you your full semester in now? Yeah, is that, that kind of a, the way that that works? That was a full summer semester I all crammed you. into four weeks. Um, so yeah, man, one semester down towards becoming a teacher. Oh so, yeah. I know. I'm going to be molding young minds. Oh, you know? watch out world. I'm going to be like Jack Black in school of rock. Dude, I hope so. I <laughs> love too. I love school. Of it's Rock. one of my favorite. I think, movies. I, think it's, I, I like Jack Black. I think he's pretty hilarious. I do too. I do too. All right, so you did college. You a couple weeks ago, you got to preach. I did, man. And that was fun, right? Uh, it was. It was incredible. First time in three and a half years, almost three and a half years to the day. Dang. Like it was just about two days apart from being three and a half years since I'd preached, and just a crazy, uh, just a crazy experience of how I met Aaron. And how we became friends. And it's like, it's one of those situations where it's like, man, how, like, all right, God, what are you doing? Because yeah. this just don't happen. And no. um, we met and we just started talking. And he, one day, one Sunday morning at like 7.20, I woke up. He was like, hey, man, I, uh, it's a friend Sunday in a few weeks. I know this is the last minute, but would you like to preach at my church? Mm. He's, a, he's a church plant. He's a pastor in Decatur, Illinois, church plant, New Vision Church. And I, you know, it was crazy because I had a lot of like apprehension just as far as like, I don't know, I don't know what my identity as a preacher Mm -hmm. is anymore. I don't know what, yeah. I don't even know how I would prepare anymore. Like I haven't prepared for a sermon in years. Like what does that even look like? But I knew I couldn't say no. Yeah. I knew I couldn't. And what's crazy, like getting into a little bit more of a spiritual aspect of it, on the last day, like I do, we talked about this last year. I do a 21 day fast at the beginning of every year yeah. uh, for spiritual reasons and for, and for physical, but, um, I journal 21 days of that fast in my, in my prayer journal and I journal prayers. And on the last day of the fast, my two prayers was, well, there was multiple prayers, but two of those prayers were, Lord, let me meet new people and give me new opportunities to preach again. Yeah. And I was like, What? New Are people and me? new opportunities. Are you kidding me? So uh, it was just a beautiful, man. It was just a that's beautiful cool. redemption. Like God is just beautiful. God yeah. is, you know, restoration is real. Yeah, that's super <laughs> cool. And, yeah. you know, I, I still need to go back and listen to it. I mean, I feel like, because I, t- I talked with you through, like, your your prep work. So yeah. I know where you're going. Yeah. I just didn't get to see, the, like, the full completed 
yeah. completed. Well, I product. don't know, man. I, like, I want you to hear product. it, but I don't because you're like, you know. Nah, no, I, I want a savant. I, oh, whatever. Don't give me that. <laughs> don't put that on me. Well, um, but I don't want you. To, I don't want you to go into the whole thing. Um, I do like want you to link where people can listen to it in okay. the show notes. Yeah, for sure. Because what I would love for us to do is the next time we get we get together is to maybe unpack some of what you said. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, and walk through that passage. I know is prodigal son. Yeah, you know. Um, but you pulled in, you pulled in all of those, those parables about lost things. I like did the, the coin and the sheep and the sun. Yeah. So, uh, or yeah. sons, sons. Yeah. Cause that was the, you know, that's the hook. That's the, that's hook, the hook. Anyway. All right. So, um, but yeah, that, that'll be linked in the notes. Sweet. Um, so you did some, some college, you did some preaching. You also yeah. did some golf course, man. Oh, he was man. on the, he was on the course every single day. Dude, I, I'm telling you, um, for it to be a job, I loved it. Yeah. Now, now I'll say that some of the other guys that work there, great guys, they're not going to say the same thing because they have a lot more responsibility sure. and they work later in the day. I was, I only worked until maybe eleven. Yeah. I was so wait, there. wait a minute. Just so we're like all clear, I I kind of alluded that you were like the course pro and you're leaning into it, which I love. Mm-hmm. But he was mowing y'all. Like, you know, I was just mowing. Okay. okay. Yeah. I, I was just cutting grass. <laughs> I was like, you know, and you asked to tee uh, it up where it's like, oh, yeah, he was on the course every single day. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, yeah, I can't believe I got paid for this. Yeah. I was just mowing. You know, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if you ask, um, if you ask the maintenance guy, Bob, I was anything but a pro on that, yeah. <laughs> on that mower. I broke four belts in my time being there. Ooh. And he was like, dude, you're cursed. <laughs> I was like, the curse is real. But he's, there's nothing like you can't, that wasn't, wasn't your fault. No, yeah, he no. said, dude, you're not doing anything wrong. It's just, it's just bad luck. <laughs> okay. But I will say that when they let me on the fairway mower, oh my God, it was yeah. amazing. Was it? It's so satisfying because it's called a real mower and like R-E-E-L. And it goes so far it, down to the ground, so fine that you can't even run over a, a twig. And yeah, it's crazy. And you have to. Who has to go pick all that stuff up? Is that you? Like you're out, you got to get off the mower and yeah. move twigs and sticks. Yes, yes. I. It, but here's the thing: they blow it and they they keep it so clean that you don't usually have to do anything. Okay. Uh, so I only there was only one time I actually had to get off the mower and pick up a stick, and it was just a big stick that blew. Oh, hey, yeah. I was gonna say. Yeah. I mean, like, they're incredible. With the with the summer that we had, I would be shocked that there weren't. Oh man, after that, uh, after the storm, there were trees down everywhere. Oh, I bet. Obviously, <laughs> you know. Yeah, but it was. Um, yeah, just mowed the grass so fine, so satisfying because it's like, you know, when you think about cutting grass and you get to see perfect lines, mm. you get to like do that and cut that and it's just i mean it was it was awesome dude yeah (laughs) that's that's cool well it's crazy like now i'm like driving down the roads and i see fields i'm like man i just want to mow that field (laughs) hey come to my house (laughs) right after this (laughs) it's not a rider mower it's not it's not even self-propelled um so no (laughs) i i I felt i fell way behind on my yard the last three weeks yeah you heard that right folks three weeks man so yeah it's 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 a jungle. That's how busy Garrett's um, been, guys. Well, the last three weeks have been pretty crazy, uh, yeah. You know, but uh, and then the weather's been terrible. It has it's been really a good. lot of rain, especially you know. here in August. Like, I feel like it's raining a lot for August. Yeah, it is. It, I mean, like, it's I don't know. It, we had no rain at the beginning of the summer, none, and then now yeah. it's all showing up in like a I guess a drought. Yeah, something similar. Yeah. Yep. I know when I was cutting, they were like, "This is bad," and it yeah. was drying out bad, and then all of a sudden rain 
yeah. a lot of it. Tons of it. <laughs> well, yeah, and and I think that uh, it, it'll we're going to see the pendulum swing back the other direction. The thing that stinks though is I I mean we've got probably two more weeks of hot and it's going to be while kids are in school. Yeah, it's going to be hot, hot, hot. Yes, it is. So. Just in time for high school football to start, oh. and, you know, and those kids to be dying out there on the field. Yeah. But I don't start going to high school football games if I go until, like, you know, late September. Yeah. I want it to be cool. Right. Of course, man. You know, you got to get that fall weather all the way set in. Oh, yeah. For sure. Cool. Um, Yeah. I mean, for me, I think that, like, my summer wins are, like – uh I got to family family wise, you know, we got to do a lot of swimming and boating at the beginning of the se- the summer, and that yeah. was super fun. Enjoyed doing that. I think I talked about that in our last episode, just like yeah, how fun that's been, um, and and getting to do all that 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 was really good. Um, the girls are growing; they're yeah, you know man. they are spunky and they are ready to go to preschool. I man. mean, like, and Emily is ready for them to go to preschool. All right, because I, I get home and they're still like. Well, for sound, it was. Like, I swear, I took them to the park. I made them sweat, you know. And then, uh, you know, they're still they're still amped up. Yeah. Um, wow. No, they, they, but they're they're super cute. Last night I got home. And I was at your house. Yeah, man. Came home late, and I was like, "Hey, will you just go like stick your head in, and check on them?" And they were both cu- cuddled up in the same bed. Oh. And I was like, "Oh, yeah, you little cherubs." Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> I, I I was awoken at uh, oh. six thirty this morning to you know them banging on their door. Let me. No, <laughs> no. Uh, that it's 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 fun. They're great. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, family time, swimming, boating, hanging out, that kind of stuff's been good. Mm. Um, so, we were talking about this. I, I don't think we talked about this on the podcast, but like, so right after we recorded our last episode, yeah, like massive storm rolled through. Yeah, like literally a couple days after we recorded, um, yeah, it rolled through because our last one was January th- or July third, July third. So yeah. Yep. Fourth of July weekend, we had this massive storm, mm. and um, you know we like we lost um, you know we lost power for a few days. We had a couple of trees fall down on our yep. property, and, and when I say it, like trees, they're they're big old trees. Yeah, they are. Um, and so, and we only, I mean, we only had one, two, three, four, five. We had five trees. We lost half or about half of them. Man. You know, so um, and they were big, and and ended up totaling a friend's car, and yeah. and uh, we had roof damage, and and gutter damage and that kind of stuff but had a lot of people show up to help us yeah. make quick work of one of the trees that was on the house on that car yeah. um our neighbor it, um the other tree fell on their property and they went ahead and just called and had it cleaned up and so um it was crazy it really it wasn't as bad as it could have been i thought like when i got home that day i was like dude i'm gonna be chopping wood for a month yeah like this is gonna be ridiculous so uh but i got to buy a chainsaw Oh man! So oh man, nothing makes you feel like a man like going out there with See, a chainsaw. That's what I needed. That's you what know, I needed. so yeah, that was actually a terrible chainsaw. Uh, that sound. I liked it. Yeah, it sounded more like a weed eater. <laughs> it was. It was more uh, but, a weed eater. Uh, I, I promise, it's a real chainsaw. <laughs> it's a um, real. Not a weed eater. <laughs> anyway, uh, but we, you know, we, uh, we we've been cleaning that up, and I I still got still got work to do. But my my roof just got put on. My gutters okay. just got put on. Look sharp, man! Super sharp, and you, you know, and like, and State Farm paid for it. So thanks, State Farm. Absolutely. You know? I mean, Shout they were State a pain Farm. in the butt, like to work with. Um, you know, yeah. as far and I get it, they're busy. Everybody else wants their roof and right. siding and stuff like that. I still, still waiting on them to call me about my siding. Other ironic thing is like 
every time they go to send us a check, mm-hmm. they send it to the wrong address. But man, they've got our our right address for the bills yeah. and statements. Of when course they, they want do. their money, yeah, they know right where we live. <laughs> when they're sending, <laughs> they're me dodging. Money, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's like hey, bobbing uh, and weaving. Oh, they're giving yeah. you that check. I don't know. Anyway, it was crazy, man. I, I was I lucked up and didn't get any damage. I had trees uh, fall. I lost power um, for just a little bit over twenty four hours, um, but. For the most part, it was just cleaning yeah. up the cleaning up the tree and the debris. And I, dude, I had just moved my car because I was getting ready to do some homework. Um, and I remember getting this notification. I was like, "What? There's a tornado! I haven't heard of anything oh, about yeah. this." And so I looked outside, and dude, I looked down the street, and the, like these massive trees are like bending yeah. all the way across the road. I'm like. Okay, like this might be a real, yeah. this might be real. Do you get it in the garage in time? <laughs> uh, I got it in the garage in nice. time and came down here. And for the first time since living in Illinois, I was scared. Really? I was like, this is, this is okay. This is a lot. You got a basement though. We don't got a basement. So oh, the, you know, fam was all huddled in the, the, um, you know, in the bathroom. Yeah. And Under I was at mattress. work. No, not yet. They weren't there yet. But yeah. They're just in there singing song. I like it. I like <laughs> so it. They're singing "Baby Beluga." Okay. And uh, then Emily, like she, she texted me because she didn't want to scare the girl. She's like, "Yeah, there's the tree fell." Oh, I'm man. like, "Okay, you know the tr- the tree fell. You know yeah. the, the big branch fell." Yeah. No, like yeah, the, the whole thing. <laughs> whole thing. And and man. just two of them. But anyway, well, so, I, I came to your house. Um, Right. Well, it was the day, like the day after it happened. Oh, it was a, it was a war and zone over there. Why did I come? I don't know. Well, anyway, oh, to turn off your generator. Oh yeah. But I drove around the neighborhood just to look because I heard, I heard Chatham got hit. Yeah. And man, that your whole neighborhood was. Oh, yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. It was, it was, it was wild. Anyway, but we got a bunch of house stuff done, which is cool. Yeah. Um, I got more house stuff to do, but that's you know it's whatever. Um, but the last thing, man, like wins, camps, and trips, man, we went, you yeah. know, yeah. um, if you're if you're just joining us i'm I'm a youth pastor and mm-hmm. so um the summer is really like it's wild because we're we're doing big events yeah. and camps and trips and fun events and all these other things and so um it doesn't stop we did high school camp and we just got back from middle school camp um like high school camp at the beginning of the summer and i think i talked a little bit about that i think so um, you had just got back i think yeah and then uh and then we just got back from middle school camp, but there was a mission trip in the middle of July. So yeah, the several, last, right? yeah, there one week we had we had a hundred people um, on mission, you know, over a hundred hundred people on mission just on for mission. student for Man. for student missions, uh, junior high and high school. So that was super cool, um, you know. And we've we've seen a lot of fruit from that. It's overall, it's been just a, a really good, uh, really good summer, um, and and that respect and um so we've seen kids grow closer together grow closer to jesus yeah man see themselves as kingdom workers uh we've seen like our volunteers step up and oh. you know raise up and you know we've got uh especially that junior high trip man i had leaders coming back from that that were more on fire about middle school yeah, ministry than uh than they ever have been and yeah. so that was that was really awesome to see too and that was my my you know nefarious plan the entire time was like take them to camp and then they're gonna love it and so yeah, you have that way about um, you but yeah having nefarious plans <laughs> um but no it, it was really good it was really good you you okay over there uh you know i'm struggling but i'll be all right is i'm it, living is it the is it the poop coffee i yeah <laughs> <laughs> turns out um the enzymes <laughs> cody's allergic to civet stomach enzymes so no I think he's going to make it over there. But, uh, no, that, that was all really, really great. And, uh, 
you know, we're, we're going to talk a little bit about that this Sunday. Uh, yeah. When I say we, I mean me. I'm going to talk a little bit about how camp and mission trips and that kind of stuff went Yeah, on Sunday at Hope. And, and I'm really looking forward to it because it's like it's easy when you're on the trip to feel mm-hmm. the wind. It's hard when you're at home and you, like, either sponsored uh, a kid yeah. or wrote a note or sent your kid or, yeah. you know. Or you're or, just texting a leader yeah, about it. Right, yeah. I mean, you, you're just like – you know, I, I feel like it's your win and not my win. Right. You know, it's like the people that are on the trip, it's their win, not the home church. And that's really just not the case because you can't, you can't do camp without the whole team right. being involved, the whole church being involved. And so um, that that's all really awesome stuff. And I want people to, to share in the win of that and continue to be encouraged by our students because our students are awesome. Our yeah, student ministry is awesome. It's pretty cool. Um, we're not doing like a ministry highlight today as far as like, you know, some of those outside ministries. But I was like, dude, I could talk about students. We are, yeah, man. we're in good, we're in great shape heading into the the fall. Yep. I can't wait to see um, what God has in store for the fall. It's going to be amazing. It's, yeah, it really is. I, and, um, you know, we, we talked about like some of the summer wins, but like reading, learning, that kind of stuff from the summer. For me, one of the big thing is like, uh, I'm a pretty fly by the seat of your pants kind of guy. Um, really? Yeah, I don't. Know. <laughs> I'm not as unorganized as people th- as I, I don't as I project. Yeah. But um, you do project it. But I like, I know you're not unorganized at all. But uh, yeah, I I learned. Man, I love a schedule. Mm-hmm. Me too. Love Me too. a schedule because like yep. you get you you get to know. All right, this is what's coming. This is what I need to be prepared for. Yep. This is what's next, mm-hmm. and you're able to kind of like fall into a rhythm. And this year, man, like camps and trips, they were awesome, and I wouldn't change them. But man, they like it. It wore me out by the end of the summer. I'm say. like, woo! Like I, I want, I want some normalcy, you yep. know. Um, yep. Instead of this erratic, you know, you're really busy, and then you're really, you know, you then you're like prepping to be busy, and then you're mm-hmm. trying to get things together at home while you're at home. And so, anyway, love a schedule. Super pumped about the normalcy of fall. Yeah. Um. You know, man. but uh, mm, I love fall. Yeah. It's, it's going to be, it's going to be great. It really is. Um, and then the other thing, like, so, uh, my, my summer reading has been lackluster. I mean, I've, I finished, uh, oh. I finished a couple books, but like, um, I just read, just listened to, um, chop wood, carry water. Okay. Never heard of it. You would love it. Okay. It sounds amazing for some reason. Here's, here's why you'd love it because number one, it's super short. So when oh, you listen to that. it, it's like. Two and a half hours. Oh I've my listened. gosh! I mean, we've we've recorded podcast episodes that are pretty close <laughs> to two and a half. No, uh, <laughs> it's pretty close. And at this rate, we might know. I'm just joking. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah. So I mean, like chop wood, carry water. It was super fun. Uh, yeah. The whole idea behind it, and again, like I would love for us to unpack it mm-hmm. or potentially pound the stone. Both of those are written by the same dude. Okay, and like they're kind of pound the stones, like a continuation of chop wood, carry water. Okay. But the whole idea. The whole concept is um, fall in love with the process of becoming great. Mm. And don't fall in love with the idea of being great. Mm. Don't don't fall in love with your goals. Fall in love with the process of Ooh, achieving man. your goals. Because if your goal changes or yeah. if you do achieve your goal, yeah. you know, like if you're just focused on that, it's easy to take the 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 you know the foot off the pedal yeah for and sure. just be like hey we we arrived oh that's right you know alley. and so this is more of like hey um if you want to uh, if you want to better yourself as a as a person uh super self-helpy sort mm-hmm. of thing but yeah, yeah um they're both like both the books chop wood carry water and pound the stone are like they're they're fables they're these stories 
Um, mm. They're like a modern day fable of somebody trying to find themselves. Um, Chop would carry water. It's this guy that that's training to become a samurai archer. No and way. So yeah, and I, it's it's made up. It's a made up story. But it sounds amazing. Yeah, but it uh, and the whole idea though is like the his sensei is like trying to help him understand like these these lifelong leadership and self development and discipline principles mm. of like if you if you master the little things and you're diligent in the process of becoming great you know you're gonna you're gonna see fruit on the other end absolutely and so like yeah Who's the author his name is Joshua Metcalf okay and so um oh it's what's actually cool so at the end of chop wood carry water on the recording he's like hey if you send me an email i'll send you this uh you know this training manual or whatever this application guide and so okay i'm like all right i'll send him an email we'll see if yeah. and dude he like you know he emailed back and forth with me a little bit no way so, yeah i mean that's that awesome. super cool and uh you know it, that that was that was that was fun stuff but yeah so um we we will we should talk about that and the other book you know later on I in agree. another episode. I agree. But if you are somebody who enjoys a quick audiobook, if you just need like another tally on your books for That's the year, need. That's what I need. You know, just an easy win. Yeah. Chop wood, carry water. You know, That's it's what I need. it's and there's a lot of like good stories in there. So, okay. all right. He pulls out like true contemporary stories. Okay. Uh, and and tells those throughout um from the point of view of this sensei anyway it's it's good it's it's fun all right i'm in how do you find these books like this one this one was um i i had three audible credits okay and i was getting ready to have a fourth wow how do you get get, because you get one a month and so it's just waiting yeah so they roll over and but you can't exceed three so um you just pay the 15 dollars and you don't get a credit if you if you have the fourth. So I was like, Oh dude, I need a book. And so I texted Brian Mills. I'm like, dude, give me some books. Okay. Give me, give me something to spend, uh, spend some money on. I see it here. When the pound the stone, chop wood, carry water. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and he, he said, you need to listen to pound the stone. Okay. So that's good. Is that the one you need to listen to first? Well, I started listening to pound the stone. I bought it on audible. Gotcha. And then the first like sentence is, Hey, we're really glad that you're listening to this. By the way, if you haven't gone back and listened to Chopwood Carry Water, this is very much the 201 gotcha. version of that. Gotcha. Having listened to it really isn't. I mean, like, mm. you know, you could get away with just they listening just want to it. Yeah. yeah. You know, so, okay. I mean, you know, it, it was it was good stuff. And I feel like, you know, the, the I mean, the dude seems like a good guy. Yeah. You know, email like back it. and forth. That's cool. I like it. I'm you into know? it. Not, not too high up on his high horse. I'm into it. But this summer. Mm-hmm. Real win. This is like m- one of my biggest wins from the summer. Okay. You finally caved. I mean- <laughs> you finally caved and joined the audiobook <laughs> gang. I did, but it's only for three months because I got a promotion. It's a 99 cent promotion for three months. And for, I- from what? Audible. Oh, okay. So I use Chirp too. So Chirp is you don't need a subscription plan. Okay. You just buy the book. And sometimes they have books for like two ninety nine. Um, so my first book I listened to was Ruthless and Elimination of Hurry, which was on Chirp. But it's also on Spotify for free. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that. I was going to tell people that once yeah. we start talking about Ruthless and Elimination of Hurry. I had no idea. Yeah. It's, I it's, did get into... I believe it's free on Spotify. So as I was book. mowing, I realized I ran through so many albums. I ran through so many playlists. And I was just so tired of music. And 
I was like, I need to do something else. I was listening to some podcasts. Um, so I did go through some podcasts while I was out there, but then I was like, you know what, this would be the perfect time to just listen to some books. So I did, I listened to uh, ruthless Elim- elimination of hurry. I listened to, um, the first two books of the Chronicles of Narnia, which <laughs> by the way, we could do a whole dang podcast series on the Chronicles of Narnia and how beautifully, uh, woven in scripture is to uh the chronicles of narnia and all mm. that but um and then i listened to on my way back to west virginia i'd done a surprise trip to west virginia to my mom and dad yeah you did and happy birthday mom and dad yeah man it was it was really a really a fun trip but on the way there i listened to uh episodical episodic um whatever it's called uh podcast about um it's called scamanda uh, it was incredible, and Scamanda. it was, it was really one of those. It's it's true crime. Oh, okay. Uh, but it's it was, it was. I can't go into it because it's just too much. But anyway, um, then on the way back, I listened to uh, a lot of this book called "All Quiet on the Western Front." Okay. Um, it's about German soldiers in sure. the war. Um, they made a movie about it. Yeah. Then I listened to "The Rider of Lost Creek" by Louis Lemoore. What's that? My God. It's Western. Okay. So everything Louis L'Amour does, he's a very famous Western writer. Um, probably, I mean, if you think of Western books, Louis L'Amour. I, I no no interest in, like, <laughs> I've never never read a, a Western book. Wow, man, that's sad. I, I've watched Just like Western, Western tales. Movies. Yeah, like Western tales of like. Okay. Um, so he does a lot of like. Tales or yeah, tales? Tales. Tales? You know what, man? Western tales. <laughs> I'm, you know, I, I will pray for you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he does a lot of those. Like, I, I never realized how many how many books of his I, I would see. Like, you go into a bookstore, he's got whole sections. Oh yeah. And I just never realized it was him. But he's got Louis so many, Lamore. like, so many series and 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 books. So I started listening to the Rider of Lost Creek about Lance Kilkenny. And he was a Did he kill Kenny. He was a buckskin rider with a murdering gun, you know. So, and here's the one thing that I would love to do: I would love to read um, Louis L'Amour books, like on Audible. Well, how, like, how, like, old, how old is the book? That one is like from the 40s, I think. Dude, okay, because I think copyright laws only extend to so far, and so then you could read it. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm talking about like as a job. Oh. I thought you meant for just for funsies. No, not just for fun. I'm talking like I would like to just narrate books. (laughs) I think you'd be good at it. I I do. I mean, it would have to be. uh, So he's got a series called The Sackets. And and it's based in the Blue Ridge Mountains, Appalachian Mountains. And I I feel like that's that's my calling in life is to narrate The Sackets. You know? Sackets. Okay. He's got all kinds of books. But anyway. So yeah, I got it. I did get into reading. I need to finish All Quiet on the Western Front. It's a heavy book. Um and it's long. So like some of the chapters are like an hour long. So I just need to finish that. But yeah, man, I I got into audiobooks. A lot of things I'm doing this summer and in my life, I'm realizing that you have some point um inspired that. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm trying. I'm trying trying to do that. Even my yeah, I'm trying even to, my try, love life. Trying to better you at every <laughs> every at every turn. It's really what I'm here for. Yeah, yeah, that's what the podcast is all about. Actually, yeah, it's you're about trying making, to making Cody better, and y'all are just in the front row. Front row. Of that. <laughs> like, yeah, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, that's awesome. Well, I'm looking at the Louis L'Amour stuff. Um, oh, yeah. it's featuring Willie Nelson. Oh, oh man, if God. he's if he's narrating, narrated by Willie Nelson. My God, 
It's only four hours and one minute. That's what I love about those books. They're so easy to read, and they're great stories, man. Okay, all right. Like, The Rider of Lost Creek was an incredible. It was down to the very last chapter, and you're like, what's going to happen? I don't like that I have to pay for it. I I thought I was hoping that these were mm. old enough that I uh, well, on, would get them. On Audible, you, you can go to Louis L'Amour, and you can actually, there's a bunch of them that are free. Okay. Yeah. They're, the Rider of Lost Creek was free. I didn't pay for it or, or um, use a credit for it. Oh yeah! Oh, the writer of Ruby Hills. Ooh. Okay, I'll, I'll find it. But that's that's cool, man. That's super cool. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. Yeah. So I love it when you give me something new to listen to and oh, be a part man. of and that kind of stuff. You know, and hey, you inspire me, so I, I want to inspire you. Yeah, back. I, I appreciate it. The inspiration is mutual. Okay. Um, but ruthless elimination of hurry. Oh so yeah. So this is the thing that we're oh, going to talk yeah. about today. This I so I I listen. No, I read. I actually like turned the pages. Are you kidding me? Of ruthless elimination of her. What? It was two years ago. But like oh. you know, um, so <laughs> I loved it. It was great. There's still things that like yeah. you know are in my head and are rolling around from that. Yep. And um, yeah, and then that that kind of birthed birthed this love for uh, John Mark Comer. Yep. And his work yep. in my heart. So he has his own podcast, like the teachings of John Mark Comer. Yeah, practicing the way. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so it's, it's that's pretty what, good. That's what got me started. So I was listening to a series on Matthew that he done. Yeah, and so I was going through that, and then I was like, man, I really need to read his book. And so then it was on. They're Chirp all good for two ninety nine. I was like, I'm doing this. Yeah. So that's it's what got not me free on Spotify. You have to buy it on Spotify. I didn't know that you could buy books on Spotify. So every time I, I see a book on Spotify, I'm like, dude, this is free. That's what I'm talking about. I had no idea. You know. So anyway, but uh, yeah. So all his books are fantastic. Yeah. Like God has a name. Awesome. You know, uh, mm-hmm. God in the or Garden City. Garden City. Whoa. That was that's my next up. Man. Him. Yeah. And there's another Blow one too. There's another one. What is it? Um. Live No Lies. Live No Lies. I haven't listened to Loveology. That's like okay. one of the, the next ones on my list. Yeah. But um, I love it. Anyway, um, the whole the whole concept of Ruthless Elimination of Hurry is mm. to try to slow down mm-hmm. and to really um, to, to, to give God space yep. to like interact in your world. And so he talks about silence. Uh, he talks a lot about like, spiritual practices oh yeah you know that's a list of them yep and so um the silence and solitude is one Mm -hmm. um sabbath oh that's that's one that one has been big for me that one's hard uh simplicity slowing those are the simplicity and slowing Mm -hmm. and uh sabbath and silence and solitude so like of those how do we want to do this we want to just like talk about each of those independently or do you want which which of those you found like the most compelling? Um, I was I thought it was really compelling with the Sabbath. I I really enjoyed silence and solitude. Okay, because I feel like I don't give myself that. Sure. Um, even to the point of like, let me just turn off this music. Yeah, because the worship music is like it's it's great, but sometimes I just need to turn that off as well. Um, but the Sabbath is the one that was really like, oh wow, yeah. Like, it's not just Sunday. Like it's not just you know a lot of I think a lot of people think the Sabbath is Sunday, but we really still do stuff on Sunday. And one thing that really hit me when he was talking about this, and I may I may not get it word for word, but he was talking about um, there's like a study on I think Christian people or different uh, denominations or something, and there's a study that says that the Seventh Day Adventists are 
more likely to live a longer life because they oh, yeah. intentionally take oh, a yeah. Sabbath. Yep. And it's like, and it's, what? And it's by, you know, so like, uh, <laughs> and, and they figured it out based on like, you, you have 52 Sabbath days a year. Right. You know? Right. And so if you do that over uh, however many years, yeah. you earn that back at the end of your life. Is like, that's what's the average. So if, I, I, I can't remember how the math works, right, but it's either. pretty wild. But it was, it was, that really like hit me. And the, the way he just talked through what his Sabbath looks like. Yeah. And that's what I appreciate because like a lot of times Sabbath, like I've seen people and, and personally, like here, personally, it's the, the, inability to turn off mm-hmm. work. Yes. Like that's what makes Sabbath difficult. Yes. But there's the other piece of it. There's a worse people think Sabbath is you just like sit around and do nothing. No. Same. It's you're supposed to be delighting in 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 who God is and what who God is and what God's given you. Yep. And so like so for example, Sunday can work as Sabbath. That's true. You yep. know absolutely like and, and you can still be involved at your church. Right. You can still be involved at youth group. But it's all about your intention. So, like, if if that is taxing and draining to where you are not delighting in the glory of God while you're yeah. doing that, then that's probably not not going to be your Sabbath. That's not a yeah. good day to be be you know pursuing Sabbath, right? So you you're looking at Saturday, and so yep. But Saturday for a lot of folks is you're catching up on housework, you're catching up on all these other things. Yeah. But it's really like the way I would describe it is it's like that release of pressure to mm-hmm. perform. Like, like, um, yes. on your, your Sabbath, if you're, if you're striving to either perform for your household or perform for your, you know, your yeah. job yeah. or whatever those things are. Now there's certain things. I mean, you just, you got to take care of your kids on, on every sure. day. It don't matter. Yeah. Like, you know, and, and never there, turns off and there's, and there's something, yeah. Yeah. There's some things that just don't turn off and it's like, and yeah. that's just the way it is. And he mentioned that and he, he even brought in this is what we do as a family. Like they wake up every morning on Saturday on their Sabbath and like they cook their breakfast and they even go as far as being intentional and making this, like he explained it all, like making yeah. this cast iron skillet, big chocolate chip cookie. It's, yep. they do it every Sunday and they do it as a family or a Saturday. Yeah. They, well, they do it on Friday night. Friday that's, night. That's Friday night. They, they start on Friday night and they right. end on, on, um, Saturday. That's right. That's what he late said. Late afternoon. That's what he said. And, and I appreciated that too, because it's like, like, and and I think that ultimately, what what makes all of this difficult uh-huh. is that like we look at silence and solitude, Sabbath, mm-hmm. simplicity, slowing. We look at these as mandates, like laws to uphold. Mm-hmm. But to quote this really smart guy named Jesus, you know, like the Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. Like yeah. we're not like all of these unhurried things are wonderful gifts to us yep. not burdens to bear yep. and so like that's that i mean and that's that's hard when you when you read this book you you, you know there's a tendency to feel really guilty absolutely of like oh my gosh my my life is so hurried yep and really like you know um john mark comer but but ultimately jesus yeah. isn't after you know making us feel bad for not living the most you know yeah perfect life right his goal here is like i have something more for you don't get bogged down with the weight of the world mm. that you miss out on more mm. and so yeah and and the, like the whole idea is you can experience more out of life yeah. by doing less by pursuing yes. less and he, and, he yeah. mentions that and actually the the quote i picked from the book goes right along with that and it's beautiful he said here's my point 
The solution to an overbusy life is not more time. It's yeah. to slow down and simplify our lives around what really matters. Right. It's beautiful. It is. Because I, I like I'm not I wouldn't say I'm as busy as you or I'm as busy as the next person, but I tend to busy my life. I tend to hurry my life to the point where he was talking about in the um in the book, he was talking about how this goes as far as being intentional in traffic. Mm-hmm. Like if you're driving, if you're commuting, get in the uh, slow lane and just go the speed limit. Don't rush. Yeah. And that's like something that was for me. I was like, oh my gosh. So I've actually been, I've actually started being intentional in traffic and like trying to get into the slow lane right. and just going the speed limit, not, not trying to hurry to where I'm going or, or hurry or try to get, you know, just trying to bring attention and then being intentional in the smallest of things to try to eliminate um, my tendency to hurry things yeah. and to busy myself. Right. Uh, because I have, I kind of have this tendency, tendency to think that if I'm not busy, I'm not, I'm not doing something or I'm not being productive. So I have to be busy. And that's not and the culture case. feeds that. It's yeah, just, it and does. you even said it, I'm not as busy as you are. Right. And so right. it's like, that you comparison. know, that there's that, well, you know, I'm not as, I'm not as busy, busy as, you know, that yeah. person is. So am I doing as much or right. am I like, you know, yep. And it's not, it, you know, like, and I, I talk about summer being busy, not as a badge of honor, just the, the nature of the job, yeah. um, you know, right. of, of like how it, how it ends up being more busy. But, mm. you know, I, yeah, I, I, I love the ideas here and everybody I know that's read this book, they're like, oh my gosh, this is so, it, yeah, yeah it, it becomes really challenging. It does. But I don't think the goal is to just challenge. I think the goal is to like free you up to say like, yep. no. But also the other piece of that that I love, especially when it comes to like Sabbath, it's mm-hmm. like take your day, mm-hmm. yeah. But like also that that has incredible, um, it, it increases your your potential mm-hmm. during the rest of your work week because yep. you're not trying to sneak in breaks. Yep. Like so, mm. what happens is mm. <laughs> what I found with folks that don't do Sabbath and myself, let, let me, let, let me take away from folks, right? Me, when I don't do a good job of holding to a day off, mm-hmm. what I do is I, I show up late. I leave early. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I cut out a little bit here. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to, you know, it's like, Oh man, I've been so busy this week. Now I'm going to, you know, I'm going to, I really want some new shoes. So I'm going to spend some office time looking for new shoes, Right. you know, or like it's, it's late. I, I've been working really hard all day. Like I, I'm, those dishes will be there tomorrow yeah. and then they stack, you know, whatever those things are. Right. And it's because I've run myself mm. through the week Dang. and I haven't taken any breaks. I haven't like, you know, I haven't delighted and what I've like, what I have been thankful for what I have. I begin to feel jaded. Wow. And then my jadedness mm. leads me to cut corners. And in reality, I, I can't afford to take 12 hours off is right. what I think to myself. I can't take right. a 12 hour day off. There's no way I can do that. But in reality, if you start piecing and about uh, like piecing apart all those, those, you know, yep. those chippy, like I need to, I need to make up for the time that I'm spending doing this. Yep. It probably exceeds 12 hours, I'm you sure. know, I'm sure by sleeping in a little bit longer, you know, not yep. doing, not doing that task, vegging on the couch a little bit more. And all of that, all of that is not intentional yeah. and it's, and it's not, it's more sloth than it is rest. Mm. And so, so yeah. And like, I think there's a, there's a, I heard, I can't remember where it was. It was in a book somewhere, but I think there's a big difference and you just hit it. There's a big difference in like resting 
and vegging and mm-hmm. like and slothing, oh, yeah. slothing out, and then actually resting. Yeah, like there's a huge difference in that. But, yep. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Man. No. Like um, the Sabbath thing. It's. It. I've never. I wish I could say like oh, I've done it really, really well for yeah x amount of years. I've done it well in seasons, and yeah. then yeah, it just you know. You get busy, and then the problem is uh, every time you get busy, like you skip your, a Sabbath one week, mm-hmm. you're gonna skip it the next, yep. and then you're just ah, this is what we do now. You know, it was a good For run, sure. and then so For sure. it's it's like you know cheat days with diets. You know, if you, if you're doing really well, yeah, and then you fall off, and you're like, oh well, I did it yesterday. I'm just gonna do it again, and then once you go back to back, it's it's over yep. at that point. Yep, and so if you, and even for me, like with the cheat, like if you have a cheat meal, yeah, well, then it's like, what was this one meal? Yeah. Well, then maybe I can cheat on breakfast too the next day, or, or the day's already shot, and then the day's shot, and then it's like, oh well, you know, I've already shot, so I'm gonna cheat on the next. Yeah, meal. right. Like, yeah, so exactly. Then it just becomes that routine. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. understand that. I understand that. Yeah. Um, well, the yeah. other thing that he's talking about here, like the silence and solitude too, that's like that was big um, mm-hmm. as as I was listening to it because like we don't allow silence in our lives. No, like we just not. we don't we don't give ourselves a lot of uh, space for for silence, and the um the book I read at the beginning of the summer, it talks about the comfort crisis. Mm-hmm. And one of the, the things that like we have done is we've put so much noise in our lives. And this oh, is the yeah. dude that's not like, he's not coming at this from a Christian perspective. Right. He's just talking about human beings, like the way we're built. Man. And he talks all about like a noise, this noise free chamber, mm. like this absolute noise free chamber and how it will drive people insane yeah. because they can't sit still and be quiet. That's absolutely. And, right. and even in nature, like, the, and nature is not silent mm-hmm. because there's always a something, mm-hmm. but that, that stillness, it can drive people insane because they've just haven't wired themselves to be able to just sit and rest in, in quiet. Yep. And, and, um, you know, I like to believe I'm not one of those people, but when was the last time that I put myself in a spot where I had to be silent? So maybe, maybe I'm going to be like the right. same person that's like, you know, freaking out because yeah. I don't know how to be in quiet. I but. know I try to, um, I try to give, and this is something I'm I'm looking forward to with the work. I'm I'm gonna try to be more intentional in the mornings, mm-hmm. um, and like I'm gonna try to have. And I don't know if this makes sense, but I'm gonna try to have little sabbaths in the mornings. You know little what I mean? Mini sabbaths, like little mini sabbaths, yeah. and like develop this routine snack of size sabbaths, like silent. Yeah, Hario <laughs> Hario V60 size uh, oh, sabbaths. <laughs> I don't think we have that many coffee snobs listening, man. Yeah, in case you didn't know, that's a, another way to brew coffee. Yeah. But uh, it's like K cup sabbath. This is really what it is. Yeah. So, uh, so excuse me. <laughs> but like, saying. try to be intentional with the mornings and try to wake up and let my first thing not be look at my phone. Oh. I'm not that important of a person. I'm not that busy of a person. I don't need to check messages. I don't need to check. TikTok. I don't need to check Facebooks. I don't need to check any of that first thing in the morning. And that's something I'm trying to be intentional with. Do you know why that's like so rewarding though? Why? To look at your phone first. It's and there's like there's the piece of like, oh, I don't want to miss anything. Yeah. You know, that's that that's probably real. But the the other thing is like you your body wants blue light to wake up mm. like it wants that kind of light to to wake up wow. now there's artificial blue light when you pick up your phone yeah but like if you if um have you ever heard of uh, uh huberman labs like uh no okay so huberman huberman lab podcast another podcast okay super like he's like the the you know 
lead professor of some sort of department at Stanford. Super smart guy. Okay. All right. So, you know, check him out. Um, yeah. Anyway, one of the things he talks about is like his morning routine. The first thing that he does after he gets out of bed right. isn't look at his phone, but okay. he knows that his body wants that blue light. Mm. So he goes outside. Now he lives in, in Southern California. So, he so it's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. But he goes outside and goes for a run. And he's okay. like, and he always does that because the blue light helps his body wake up. And, you mm. know, but he's got like his morning routine is insane. It's like down to the, the minute. you know, and everything is intentional. Right. It's like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this. And it's like everything builds on everything else. Mm. And it's like, and there's scientific reasons. It's like, I don't have my first cup of coffee until 10 a.m. because that's the peak spot for okay. me to have caffeine with the least amount of drag later on in the afternoon oh wow and whereas like you know me i'm pumping caffeine as soon as i get up yeah that's and the first so, thing i want to do oh yeah like 7 30 we're drinking a cup of coffee you know yeah. and like then by 2 p.m i'm like i'm dying and so <laughs> crack open the ghost you know yeah. we're gonna you know Dang, throw that man. back wow. um but you know that and and his thing is like you got to time everything right you do bedtime right you know and so oh man he's one of them guys again i don't know where he is on f- the faith scale his right. his stuff is not like faith-based but it's um he's after like me and the guy that's gonna live to 120 yeah you know? yeah yeah, like, yeah happily live to 120 <laughs> see that's that's so. I, that's what i want so much i want my mornings to be so detailed but i, I want to wake up and like walk outside and you know take my yeah. dog out then then make the pour over hario v60 sure. coffee every morning while i'm listening to smooth jazz miles davis uh the birth mm. of cool album you know like that sure. type. but yeah I, I think that's more of a that's more of a comfort and relaxation intentional than it is optimizing my, you know, like my yeah, day, you know sure, what I'm saying? Sure. Like, but, um, but yeah, that's, I'm trying to be, and of course um, I want to be more intentional with, with uh, that silence and solitude, sitting there, reading the word, just meditating on the word, meditating on God, praying. I'd like turning off the worship music because I have a habit mm-hmm. of feeling like I have to have worship music playing or have to have like something. And I just, I really want to just sit and just listen and learn how to hear God. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. It, there's a book on it. You should read it. I started it. I think I've told you about it. A I started times. it. Um, so, okay. So, Silence and Solitude, Sabbath. You talked a little bit about slowing. Mm-hmm. Slowing is difficult because we live yeah. in a fast-paced world. Yeah, it is. Um, like, you know, but slowing means that you, you're you not, like, in a hurry for yeah. anything. Yeah. And, and I get it because, like, when I'm in a hurry, my stress level goes up, my mm-hmm. patience level goes down. Absolutely. And like and get annoyed, you get aggravated. Every time I'm late to a meeting, yeah, and I show up late to a meeting, yep. I come in about, you know, 40 degrees warmer than I need to be. So Absolutely. I'm already like pre-ticked yep. and about something. <laughs> and so or I'm or, or I'm feeling guilty about being late to that that volunteer Absolutely. meeting. You know, oh there's there's something, you know, like yep. the tension is already up. And so like and it doesn't need to be there. No. And so what happens is, is because I was hurried, it, you know, it yeah. separates me from being my best self in that moment. Oh, man. And so, like. That's so true. Yeah. And and what's what's awesome about this is, like, John Mark Comer is writing this book, not from the perspective of being a better human. No. It's like, be what God created you to Absolutely. be. Like, you know, we were, we were designed to be farmers. Mm-hmm. Like, we were designed to be, like, working the garden yeah. with our hands. Tended to the crops. Dude, and you know, like. I know that you had a garden this year. I did, dude, it's been incredible. It's so slow. I hate it. Do you really? 
Oh yeah, this has always been my problem with gardening. Oh, As I look out there, some the tomatoes. I'm like, oh. oh, you're not ready yet. And then freaking worms eat yeah. the tomatoes before I can get out there to them. Yeah, I'm, so, no, I eat them. I eat them quicker than they produce. So yeah, <laughs> like, I get that. Yeah, and so but it's a slow process. I'm yeah. looking at my pepper plants. I'm like, you ain't gonna, you ain't gonna do it this year. You just ain't gonna do it, mm-hmm. and that really upsets me. Yeah, like I wish you you would. Get with it, pepper plant. Yeah, you know, and <laughs> produce pepper. <laughs> but like we were designed to be patient yes. in in the way, like our jobs were designed to be unhurried. Yes, like, man. You know, of of you know that's that's the way that God made us optimal. That was our peak performance yep. of of yep. being unhurried. But man, it's hard. To, it's hard to do. It's hard to do that. And I I I find so much that if something is um, affecting my convenience. Yeah. If if anything is con- affecting my convenience as far as time or what I'm doing, I I, I tend to have that um, aggravation or annoyance, and I feel hurried or something like that. You know, I I, I mm-hmm. kind of feel the same way. I'm not going into meetings, uh, but like just anything, sure, anything that um, you know, I lost my train of thought there to be honest. But well, you, you know, <laughs> but like when you when you go into something hurried up, it messes Sorry. with the rest of you. I lost I it. We, I tried to get it back. It's okay. It's fine. Whatever. <laughs> we, we've been there. Hey, uh, slow down in your life. You'll be a better person. Yes. Here, here's the last thing. Simplicity. Oh, yeah. Oh, the yeah. The simplicity thing. like The minimalist oh, lifestyle. Yeah. So, yeah. have you ever heard of Joshua Becker? No. Man, you haven't heard of none of these people. Man. Like, um, you know, someday we'll just, we'll start talking about music again and you can make me feel like yes, you're please, feeling right now. Please start talking um, about hip hop. No, not going to happen. Um. So, uh, anyway, Joshua Becker, he was a youth pastor who one day he was cleaning out his garage and he, like the lights turned on Oh man! and he was like, I have way too much crap. Yeah. And so then he made this like big shift to minimalism, wrote this book, sold tons of copies of it, left youth ministry. What a loser. Um, but, uh, you know, then he like is, is the poster boy for minimalism. Like he's one of the the dudes for minimalism and uh that's awesome anyway he talks a, a little bit about like the whole idea of that was a holy thought for him mm-hmm. now other people it's like you know yeah it they they've tied it into all kinds of other worldly reasons as to why yeah. they're minimalist but like both john mark comer and joshua becker like their whole thing is like i i want to declutter mm-hmm. so that I can focus on mm-hmm. what's what's best yep and so that's yeah I, how's that one hit for you it hits um it hits at home uh I, I was like I want I've always wanted to be a, a lot more simpler sure and um what hit me you just want to be a simple kind of man I want to be a <laughs> Mama told me. <laughs> First song I learned how to play on guitar. <laughs> All right, there you yeah, go. Yeah. I mean, you have to. But yeah, it hit me like <laughs> when he was chords. talking about um, when he was talking about clothes. I mean, I don't have like a massive amount of clothes. I have a lot of clothes. Yeah. Um, and most of them are really expensive clothes that I bought when I was really big, mm. and I, they're way too big now, and I just don't want to get rid of them because they were so much money. Um, but is there a market out there for that? Like though, to for flip like them. Big, or, yeah, I like to know. sell them on Facebook. Oh, I don't know. I just yeah, take them to Goodwill, to be honest with you. Don't do that. Yeah, I do, do it, man. Don't, don't, you know? I do it. Like, sell on Facebook. Yeah. Make that make that cheddar. Uh, you know? Yeah, make that cheddar back. Well, anyway, so he was talking about how he started out 
and he had six outfits a week. Mm-hmm. Same six outfits. He got rid of all his clothes. He had six outfits um, a week. And I'm like, wow, that's crazy. Then he said he went to, I think it was like three outfits a week. He yeah. just staggered them. Then in the summer, it's two outfits a week. I'm like, what the heck? Like, this is awesome. I don't think I can get there. No. But there's other places in my life that I want to do that at. He even talked about, he's like, it may not be clothes for you. It may be coffee mugs. I'm like, oh, you're hitting my, you're stepping on my toes now. <laughs> you do have a ton of I coffee have mugs. way too many coffee mugs. I think mugs. I have one of your coffee mugs in my office. Do you really? Yeah, I'm pretty Which sure one? I do. I don't is know. It, is it one I've been looking for? No. I think it's the Mystic Cave one or Mystic Cavern. Oh, I have been looking for it. Oh, have you actually? Yeah, not oh, really. Okay, it's been sitting. It's sitting in my office. Mystic Caverns. Yeah, it's, I, I turn around, and I see it. I'm like, oh, Cody. Oh man, yeah, yeah. my but buddy. I, I think we took that okay. to uh, Turkey Run. We did. So that's how you have it. That's, how that's I awesome. Have it. Uh, but anyway, yeah. Um, so that one hit home for me because I have even when I moved, I tried to get rid of a lot of stuff, and when I moved into this smaller space, for one, I had to sure. get rid of a lot of stuff. So it really, really helped me when I moved in. I'm looking around your basement. You got you got a lot of space down here. I do. Like this is literally you're doing really well. This is my storage. Like and this is just winter clothes, some kitchen stuff that I'm not using. Like all that tote over there I could get rid of. Like all this this is my storage. Yeah. And that's you know, that's not saying that I mean there's a whole room. I have a room for a pool table down here. Um, which, you know, is on the horizon. Oh, really? I'm, I'm, I'm scanning marketplace to get a pool. Table. Oh, okay. I thought as you had like one, like as we're talking about decluttering. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, like I, that's one thing that I've really, really tried to do when living here is try to just make it simple. Sure. For one, I have to, cause it's a small, it's a small house, but two, it just helps me become more intentional and give attention to, uh, focus and sure. all that stuff. So yeah, everything I matters. loved it. I loved it. Yeah, no. So if if you're like on the fence about what book should you read heading into the fall, I would say check out Ruthless Elimination oh, of Hurry. Yeah, um, it's a great book. There's he's also got resources online. So one of the things yep. we just pulled up was a workbook that's supposed to help you mm. apply these principles to your own life. Um, and you can listen to it. Listening to it's great. I, I think that John Mark Comer does a good job when he reads his books. Like you know, he's got good good pace. He does, and he does it so well. And he like it. Yeah, it's a pretty it's a pretty comfortable book to listen to. However, if you go back and read it, mm-hmm. you feel a little bit more like you're applying the principle. At least I, I did. Yeah. I need know, to have it as I, I was to read it as again. I was turning the pages. You know, I was like, okay, I'm doing this because like halfway through, I'm like, I need to listen to this. This is a thick book, and then mm. I was like, no, nah, man, you just got to keep yeah. slowing down, yeah. doing the work. You know, going through it. Anyway, great book, awesome stuff. Um, I think as you're as we're all heading into a more normal season of mm-hmm. fall, like for Perfect for most people, like fall is like when things turn over, mm-hmm. get a little bit slower. Yep. You know, kids are going back to school. Yep. Summer's not quite as, you know, crazy. You're not going on as many trips, that kind of stuff. Anyway. Yeah. As you're heading into that, it'd be worthwhile to pick it, it up. It would be perfect timing for that for sure. Yeah. Um beautiful book. Yeah. I had one more thought on it, but I can't remember what it was. So maybe it'll come back. Yeah, later. Holy Spirit, bring it back. <laughs> I don't think it was Next meant time. to be. <laughs> you know, As he's so, driving home. Yeah, right. And hit me. Like, oh my gosh, people were missing. That was the sound bite this <laughs> week. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Now I'm going to put it on the next one. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's it's great. And, yeah. and man, like, it is so good to be back. It's yeah, so man. good to be doing, like, yeah. the, the, the pod again yeah, but it's and, good to see you too though. oh yeah like, for like sure it's good to do the pod again but it's good to see you brother i know this is two days in a row two days in two a row, days man. in a row yeah remember there was a time 
couple couple was it spring or fall last year? I think I saw you like five days in a row. It was wild. Man, well we yeah we were on the, was it when we were on the trip? Is that what you're talking about? Turkey run? No. Oh, you just no. mean like we? Were I mean just, like no, even turkey run. I, it wasn't five days in a row. Yeah, man. You know, but like yeah, there was a there was a time. Oh oh, I remember what it was. Okay. Like um, Emily and the girls were gone. Oh uh, yeah yeah yeah. We just know, hung we, out. Yeah we yeah. hung out. Yep. Living that bachelor life. Man but, uh, yeah. Anyway, well hey y'all. Thanks for being here. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for being for, on. Thanks for listening. Yeah, yeah. Um, Cody, happy first day of school. Happy, I know, man. You know. Hey, here we go. Here we go. New school year. So. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, tell them what they need to know. Man, um, God loves us first. <laughs> Did you forget it? It's been so long he forgot his closing line. Oh, God loves us first. first. God loves us first. Best. God loves us best. God loved us most. <laughs> this is the Bad, Bad Apples, Apples Podcast. Podcast. Bless y'all. <laughs>